You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome. This is Brecca McIntyre and Brianna McIntyre, and we are taking over the podcast this week. We're super excited to do this. I think it's always fun when we get to, you know, have a little moment, <laughs> sibling moment. So um, anyways, we're just going to talk about different things that we learned from our parents and how they've impacted our life and made it better and more abundant and everything else. So we're super excited to uh, get into this. And Brianna, do you want to say? Yeah, well, thanks for the intro, Brecca. I think your little John 1010 plug was appropriate Yeah, <laughs> on the next level podcast, of course. Anyway, so we kind of, we wrote independent lists of each other and then we'll see what we came up with and if there's some congruency to this so go for it yeah you start off cool so when I was writing my list I was thinking about the first thing that has come to my mind that's like the most impactful but I'm going to leave that for the end so let me start at the end okay (laughs) so My last one is my third one is always be prepared. So this to me, even though it may not be emotionally deep or spiritually deep, it's definitely something that has taught me excellence and taught me how to be thorough in my work and in my life. And an example of that is, um, as some of you might know, I have a business, a concierge company called the Lux Supply. And a lot of times, you know, I'm making reservations, I'm coordinating appointments and different things like that. And so, um, you know, in the early stages, there's a lot of learning lessons and there's a lot of different things that are new. And one of them, I was reserving a very nice dinner for one of my clients, one of my high profile clients. And, um, you know, I thought, well, I have plans this weekend. I don't want to miss my plans. Maybe I could hire someone to go make sure everything's taken care of. And then at least I came to this on my own. I was like, you know what? No, this is my business. Like I want to make sure everyone's taken care of on my watch. And that's just how my dad and my mom raised me, you know, to be thorough. But then I thought, okay, well, I'll get there like 20 minutes early, make sure the table looks good, Mm -hmm. you know, just little things like that. And then when I was talking to my dad about it, he said, no, you have to do X, Y, and Z. And it was way more than I thought. He said, get there at least an hour to 45 minutes early. You need to take care of the valet, the concierge, and the waiter, and possibly the manager who's helping the waiter. And I just was like, oh my goodness, this is so much. Like, I can't even believe, like, he's being so dramatic. Like, these people are so relaxed. They don't even care. But first of all, of course, the Lux Supply is based off of excellence and we want to do extra. And I said, you know what? All right, let me see if he's being dramatic or not. So I show up 45 minutes early and 
I see that someone else is sitting in the table that I reserved and I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> people don't, you can't really trust people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not in a, not in a deep way, but you just really can't trust a lot of people to follow through, right. To follow through and to represent your business because you have to make sure all fronts are covered on your side. So mm-hmm. I got that figured out. Couldn't find the right chairs. Couldn't find the right tables. You know, I would. I became basically part of the wait staff at this restaurant, and you know, they just kind of welcomed me, but they were also annoyed. But you know, it was just a moment. So then, uh, you know, I took care of the valet. I said, "All right, um, please take care of my clients coming in. They'll be here in 20 minutes. Whatever." My client was like 20 minutes late, but that's fine. And I said, "They're VIP. I need you to take care of them." I walk outside and I'm waiting for them because the table is finally ready and I'm there and I'm like, okay, they're pulling up. So as they pull up, the valet gentleman that I told to take care of them opens the door for them and is like, hey, and is just like doing this big old like welcome, which I... I was like, what in the world? Like I told him to take care of them, not welcome them. Like they're coming into their home or something. Like they need to be discreet because you know, not casual, not casual, casual. it needed to be professional. And, and so it's little things like that, that I saw, okay, I need to focus on my wording. I need to focus on saying, okay, I need you to be discreet Mm -hmm. with my client. I need you to take care of them in a very professional way. Excuse me. And so anyways, um, it was certain things like that where Mm -hmm. it's so detailed. Your work should be so detailed to it's even um, it's so important to even focus on the verbiage that you're using when you're communicating to people, because that is how they respond to people differently. And that can determine how your business shows up and is represented. So every little detail is so important. And that's a part of being prepared. Um, Anyways, the night was amazing. Uh, they had a great time, but moral of the story, pay close attention to every detail and you can never be too prepared ever. Yeah. You can never overthink it. No. You can never go too far. <laughs> if you lose sleep, you lose sleep. That's just a part of it. You know, yeah. I stayed up till 2am <laughs> putting out fires at, you know, with, uh, with some people, but it was good. Everything's good. Um, yeah. so anyways, that's my first one. No, that's really good. I think that you are, um, that's like the perfect example of being thorough. At least that was on my list, everyone. So we, we yeah, had some, sorry. we had, no, we had parallels. That's important. I yes. think that says a lot that we have similarities in, in what we've learned. Um, and I think that, you know, that goes with, as you were talking, my dad and mom, well, my dad specifically always says inspect what you expect. And then my mom is like the queen of their onus on things mm-hmm. and like being prepared ahead of time. She's really, really good about that. And I have kicked and screamed about some of those aspects, yes. but every time I do it, it's so much better. Right. But here's a funny example for me. Like, you know, I think what I've, what I've appreciated big time from um, Michael, and I think it comes from his marketing background. Like, you're, no detail is too small, like you were saying. And even when we are sending out like acceptance emails for next level experience, I recognized over time that maybe millennials or Gen Z people don't know what RSVP stands for. Mm. So I've had to 
learn to write it, you know, explain what an RSVP looks like. So is that an example you're saying for the verbiage? Being thorough, yes. And so what Michael told me was you need to like spell it out in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little stubborn at first because I'm like, if they don't, you know, know what RSVP is, I was like, oh, that's pretty obvious. But no thing is too small. Like people need that communication thoroughly. And so and you have to be willing to give it to people in multiple ways. Yeah, and if I can piggyback off that, I think that there's a lot of times where I don't want to bother people. Right. I don't want to over-communicate, right. but if I had only over-communicated in those times when I thought it would be annoying for my client, it would have saved me a lot of complications. For sure. And that is one lesson that I would give anyone is don't be afraid to communicate or over communicate. And also it depends on, you know, who you're working with, who their personality is. Yes. But at the same time, if it's something important and it there's weight to it, then yeah. always. Yeah. Sorry. And no, no, you're good. But I think my mom has taught us a lot of like physically being prepared ahead of time for mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, if you're hosting hosting an event, if you're doing whatever, like really, really almost more so than most people might think. And it it's something I'm still learning. And I every time I do it and I commit to that, it's yeah. so much better because she has this mindset of like, no, you want to be really present while you're at this thing or whatever it is that you're doing. And um, it's a beautiful <laughs> learning process. And yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm grateful for that thoroughness from both of them. That's cool. And I think something that goes along with that is giving 100% like the whole time and not because it's just so much worse when you are half showing up Uh and and even though it might seem like you're going crazy and you're running around (laughs) like a chicken with its head cut off you're still getting your stuff done and you're not missing out on anything yeah because if you're just like oh yeah, I I did my duties. And then you relax for a minute and you're like, oh shoot, I need a, I forgot this thing. And then it takes even more energy to get back into that. It's like, stay in it until it's done. Yes. You have to stay in the flow. Right. And there's, and I think the point on that too, and something that they taught us in the process is that once you're in the flow of it, there's not striving. So being excellent and being prepared doesn't you know equate to striving but mm-hmm. I don't know if you finished this off but that night that you were referring to earlier it was a great success like and it really showed Brecca's clients like how thorough she is and just that you know and it exceeded their expectations and that's what I always want to do and for I sure and I think you can relate with that too um you know working through next level and all of that, that yes. going above and beyond is what makes the biggest impact. And that is what, especially in business, that is what shows your client. It's like, okay, I have something valuable here. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. I want to hold on to this. This is, I cherish this. So I think that's really important. And I think both of us have learned that it's super satisfying when we do that. Yes. And it's almost, it's like this, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. We felt we achieved this mm-hmm. and it's, um, that inner validation, it's not even this external thing. It's like, no, it felt right. Yes. And so I addicting. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. It can be. And you can harness it in a healthy way, obviously. 
and you can harness it. And Brianna having to way. cover all the ground. She's having to make sure we're being safe. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right, Becca. You're right. Becca knows me too well. So did you say your second one? No, I didn't. Um, Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. Or... You go first. Okay. I think that um, these other two kind of go together, mm-hmm. but there's more power in being vulnerable. Uh, that's a huge lesson that I've learned from both parents and seeing how bold um, my father in particular has been about his faith around the people he's with. Mm -hmm. I think that has stuck out to me a lot because I feel like I'm a people pleaser in nature, Mm -hmm. in nature's by nature, by nature, (laughs) in nature alone, in nature around the trees. I hug the trees. Just kidding. Because they're people. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm a people pleaser by nature. And um, I think Brianna can relate to that. Oh, for sure. But I think really seeing how bold um, my father is with his faith and just outright saying, you know, I'm a Jesus follower. Mm -hmm. I love Jesus. And that's my number one thing in life. And my mom standing next to him and supporting him 100%. And um, I mean, that's, that's a bold thing. And I think that is something that I have always been in awe of because Mm -hmm. I've never seen maybe besides a pastor or someone like that, but I've never seen anyone step out like, um, like Michael has and his faith and being vulnerable and not caring what other people think. It's like, you're taking that risk of showing your heart Uh um and still being rejected and that's a risk that's like worth taking because that's what you believe in that's what you stand in that is your life it's what matters right and it and i think on that note like i think having the wife stacy that Mm -hmm. he's had has allowed him to feel confident given him wings to do that yes as well you know because when you are putting yourself out there so much, you need um, not necessarily grounding because I don't think she, that's the power in it. I think it's the, the pushing and the support uh-huh. and, and even her voice, how it comes out and um, encourages him as well and encourages the other people around because she's so bold in her faith as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes it just looks different and that's yeah. the beauty of it. For sure. um, and they can complement each other in that. And that's what's beautiful about their marriage, I think. Yeah. Um, anyways, do you want to go on with your... Well, actually, I have a... Yes. Okay. But before I forget this one, something that I think we've learned from our parents well is that it's okay if they fight in front of their children. Yes. And um, that's been such a gift to us. And they do it in a very... Um, like, they let us see them authentically in relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. And then we get to, we also see them make up. Like it's, you know, we see the completion of it and we're, as children, they created a space that allowed us to feel secure in that. And if they were disagreeing or whatever it was that was happening and we knew that they were okay. And so I think that um, there's a way that parents can can show their authentic relationship in front of their children that would really help 
a lot of people later on in life know that and their like, relationships. Yes. Yeah. And know how to build a family or know how to be okay in that process. So, right. Cause I've been in relationships where it's super difficult to argue because the other person cannot handle it. Yeah. And even if it's in a healthy way. And I think that all depends on how their, where their come from was and how their parents were able to express conflict in front of their children. That's a whole other podcast. That is, that is, it really is. We might I have to, call on michael and stacy to just even do a podcast yeah, on that i think that would be great yeah but and i think that definitely goes into the power of vulnerability yes in a healthy way yes and so i think with with that my my other two points that were connected that were very similar to yours was connectedness and authenticity which what i just brought up goes directly into that like you see you, they couldn't be connected or authentic with all of us without having the ability to be really real with where mm -hmm. they were at. And so yeah. um, my mom, to me, in my head, she highlights the connectedness really well. Yes. Um, once she's connected with someone, then it's like, it's there. Yeah. And then, and she values that. She values being able to mm -hmm. see that in someone else. And it's, it's sharpened me a lot because I can be a little harmony seeker, people pleaser. And sometimes those things, they're great. Or I mean, harmony seeking is fine or whatever. It's okay. People pleasing is not good. But um, those, even though it's like this false connectedness that people who struggle with those things are seeking, um, I feel like she's shown me how to break down that wall and have true connectedness with people and so I don't know that that was really interesting one to reflect on and then of course my dad with authenticity his book I mean what's called it's called the authentic salesman his first book so um he does show up that way and I think Brecca gave great examples of that do you have anything to say about the connectedness um no I don't think so okay um I just think it's great <laughs> you know yeah uh, being raised in that and I think it builds a strong family and a very close-knit family and it's been such a blessing and For I sure. think you covered that perfectly cool I would say my last and my most important at least for my growth specifically and starting um, a business is doing things that scare you mm. I think that is attributed to so much of my growth as not just a businesswoman, but also an individual, mm -hmm. because I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't step into those places that I was afraid of. And now being in situations like that, I kind of crave it because I know that there's so much opportunity on the other side of yeah. stepping into those environments that you're afraid of. Yeah. And, and it's not, I'm not saying dangerous environments. I'm saying things that, Oh, I'm going to go, um, you know, meet with, this group of investors, or I'm going to go meet with this, uh, you know, whoever it is that you might be nervous about talking to yeah. or, or stepping out and asking for something or whatever it is. I think that, um, being in that place, once you realize the benefit of being bold and having confidence and stepping into that, you realize what comes out on the other side and you keep wanting to do it. Even though if it scares you a thousand times, it's mm -hmm. like, I want that breakthrough. And I think that God can really lead you into um, a whole lot of great opportunities by being obedient and doing that. And um, 
I think what makes that so beneficial is when you have confidence in yourself. You can still be nervous and scared, but have that confidence and know who you are and keep talking those. I know you guys talk about affirmations a lot, speaking those affirmations over yourself, Mm -hmm. looking in the mirror, saying that, building your confidence and knowing who you are and stepping into those places. It's a magical thing. And I really there's just nothing like it because it's like, that's where life is. That's when life is beginning, starting, happening Mm -hmm. and things are, things are moving and it's exciting. So yeah, Yeah, that's cool. That's mine. I I like that. Well, and it, it again, parallels one of my points, thinking big and thinking outside the box. And I think, um, at least for my personality, that's been a really good thing to watch from my parents because I can be very, uh, like one step at a time. Well, one step at a time is fine, but I can be very, um, think through the, everything logically, super logically. So <laughs> I give my parents some grief at times with, you know, being like, no, 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 we can't do that yet. And they're like, well, let's make a way. And so me learning to trust the process more and more with them and with their bigger thinking than what I am, you know, is natural for me has been really good. And, you know, sometimes we think that, okay, there's only one way to do something, but there really, there usually is a lot of different ways to do things. And I think you probably experienced that a lot with your business, starting your business. And I think that goes along with how they taught us to be thorough. Uh I think um, being thorough, being prepared, not being limited also in your thinking, like you said, Um, because there's always a way, there's always a way to fix things, to do things better, to be more prepared, to do more extra. Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, that is really what separates regular mediocre work or Mm -hmm. dedication to full on excellence. And so I think that's, you know, maybe what you're trying to talk about. And then I think keeping your mind open, like with thinking outside the box, there's an art to keeping your mind open at all times, because I feel like, at least for me, and I think this happens, I've seen it happen with my parents. um, You know, when you're doing other things in life is when the solutions sometimes are downloaded to you. So like, if you keep on moving and, you know, okay, I'm going to move on to something else right now, because that solution or Mm -hmm. that how we're going to go outside the box isn't coming yet. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like God comes in and tells you like, so that movement is so key and is so important in, um, in the process of going beyond. So the movement even, okay. So if you're maybe stuck or whatever, just keep going is what you're Yeah. Keep going. And maybe you need to pivot onto something else to work on at the moment. And then, I don't know. Like sometimes for me, once I, once I let go completely of it, then I get the answer. And it's like, I'll, you know, I'll be out at the grocery store and then I'm like, Oh, my mind has time to, okay, bring that back. And I'm I'm not worried about it anymore. Right. And so then that opens up more possibilities. Yes. And so, and, and I think there's a rhythm to that in life that people might not if they're not give used to that grace for it. Yes. Yeah. And you have to give it time and space, grace and space. Amen. That's good. Like That's it. good. Um, 
Okay. Do you have any more? I you... think that's it. I think we covered a lot of, do you have? Well, no, I do. Oh, I okay. actually have two okay. more points. Okay, One of them I do think is um, something that we've covered, but I'm going to jump into this other one first. N- not having magical thinking and being in reality. Does that resonate with you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, that's such an interesting contrast to the thinking big and outside the box. But I feel like my mom always has put it out there, like to not have magical thinking, like it's really important to be in reality. Like what are the results? My mom is such a results oriented person. Um, it's amazing to watch her work with people. And she's like, she wants to know what the results are always. And I think that that really helps you in the process of life. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's see, what is the fruit? What's tangible from this? And, um, or what is not working out in this process? And so, I don't know, I think that a lot of people could benefit from being really being in reality, but also keeping your mind open. So there's such a balance in, in the whole process of life and like seeing your dreams come to fruition or whatever it is that you're working towards. Maybe it's, you know, it could be really small, it could be really big, but yeah. Yeah. And so with that, I think the most important, one of the most important things I've learned from my parents and not even by them necessarily trying to teach this, I think it was led by example is perseverance, which we've definitely hit on throughout all of this. I think once I started working for my um, parents back when I was, I don't know, like seven years ago or so, I was amazed by their perseverance. And I got to see the history that I never, I wouldn't have really been exposed to had I not worked for them of like, wow, they have persevered through so many obstacles. And that's like my respect for them increased exponentially in that in that time and in that space and and, and just that's really sorry to interrupt no, but good. I think that's really cool because a lot of kids aren't able to fully see that for sure you know so yeah. I think that's a blessing it was no it was and it was it was actually really humbling yeah because I got to look back and be like that's what it took to make everything happen mm-hmm. and then I like man it gave me so much um appreciation for what they've done. And, and I think that a lot of, you know, I think that's the way it is with parents and children. Like they, they do so much more than we can even fathom most of the time. And, and so, I don't know, for me, that was a huge blessing to just gain more perspective. And I know I don't even come close to understanding like a 10th of it, but um, it's been, it's been an honor to see that. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Is that all of... um, Those are all my points, but you know, there's always so much more, but we just wanted to share with you guys some some things and honor them this week. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I love everything that you brought out and um, yeah, it's just a little appreciation for our parents and just what they've done for us. It's it's awesome and we love them so much and uh we're happy to do this podcast. It was fun. Glad we got to do this again. And little shout out for Mother's Day coming up yes. this Sunday. We love our mom. All you mamas. And y'all are amazing. And 
hopefully this will give you a glimpse of just how amazing you're doing right now with raising your babies and your children and your adult. Yes. Our mother still raises us as adults. She's, 100%. She's amazing. Yes. We love, love her mama. so much. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week and we hope to see you again soon. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the next level podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.